everyone. Welcome to the Two Jews on Film. I'm Joan. And I'm John. And tonight we are reviewing a film called The Perks of Being a Wallflower. This is based on Steve Jubovsky's, and I hope I pronounced his name wrong, uh, best-selling novel that he wrote in 1999. And he also wrote and directed this movie. And I have to say, this film is absolutely outstanding. It is so far my favorite film of 2012. I absolutely loved, loved, loved it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I think you loved it so much, and I actually enjoyed it, and I thought it was very poetic, which is part of the reason you you liked it. But what he did is he took he, the characters he created in his head were great vessels of of information and emotions that he had, and he was able to divide them amongst these teenagers, so that you had a, an incredible ensemble, but not 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 like. John Hughes's ensemble. No, I mean this, the, was, this is much deeper. This oh is my God. much more emotional. And, and what's extraordinary is the dialogue. He wrote these lines in this film that you just you just want to like reach out into the screen and 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 just say stop. I want to write these lines down. Basically, it's a coming of age story. It takes place in high school. Uh, the lead guy, and I'm going to get his name right, is this wonderful actor named Logan Lerman. He plays Charlie. Charlie is a troubled misfit kid who wants to be a writer and he's an outsider well, and he's dreading high school he's not like you honey who was misty popular yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's taken under the wing by these extraordinary characters emma watson who's amazing and ezra uh ezra wait a second ezra miller and their can you, friends can you stifle it just for no i can't moment? let me explain and they no. they call themselves the island they say to him welcome to the island of misfit toys and these these older kids totally totally changed you, his you life. You know what it reminded me of as Holden Caulfield from Catcher in the Rye, because that's what J.D. Salinger is. Not well, as dark. It, well, because it's updated. You know, it's it's a little more more worldly than that. But it's all about alienation. Yeah, it's about alienation. It's about acceptance. I, it's about friendship. It's about love. It's it's about so many things. And I have to say that whether you are fourteen, fifteen, or eighty. I mean, really, you will relate to this film. This film is freaking gorgeous, and oh my God, the soundtrack! The soundtrack is is like I mean, another character the of the film. Enough talking. He, the best songs. I mean, he uses David Bowie's song. You know, we what is it? We can be heroes, or <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I mean, stop you, talking listen, for you a second. Able... Okay, go ahead. Talk about your outcast years when you were in boarding school no, I'm with not all talk these about that. famous gonna... people. No, and they I mean, kicked you out. Yeah, they kicked me out. Because John was supposed to be at a basketball game. Instead, he went, what, did you go into New the York City? The headmaster's nephew. And we were out <laughs> Picking up girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you relate to this film that you were I in did an relate outcast? To, uh, my, my friends that I went to still were my friends at school, who I still keep in touch with, we all were alienated, you know. It's part of the, I think every teenager goes through that period. Some where, more so than others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think what this guy did is he set up a forum that covers all those areas, you know, and he did it eloquently, poetically, and oh, dramatically. I mean, you know? there's so many others, you know, there's so many other parts of the story that I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil it. But, you know, it's you walk away from this film just feeling extraordinary. I mean, it's absolutely delicious. And um, <laughs> well, I personally didn't eat the the video afterwards, but. Uh, and do you want to say anything else about your little uh, your your little school years, John? No, my, my school years are long gone. Now I'm just talking about my adulthood, which is relatable to my. Well, well, you still kind of feel alienated, don't you? Oh no, not at all. <laughs>
You know, the thing is, the thing is, is that there are universal themes in our life, and every once in a while, if you're lucky as a writer or a director, you can't, you you get the the inspiration, the muse comes out, and and what what you produce is straight from the heart, from the from the heart to the head to to the hand. To the paper. Or to the head, to the paper. You know, it was so cool. We saw this film at the Writers Guild, and the director and the writer, Steve Chabowski, was there, and uh, the actors were there, a lot of the actors. So they oh, got to, yeah. it was so cool. They There's got something to, I want to say. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it was very insightful because he said, I wrote these characters, and then I found these kids who took my characters to another level. Yeah, it was and beautiful. And that, that, actually, that actually happened to me. I was directing a play at Cal Arts. And it was uh, it was the last play that um, William Inch wrote before he killed himself, and the woman in the in who was playing the the landlord she just wasn't hitting it. And the opening night, all of a sudden, she comes in with like this Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, and it, was a, it was a big hit. Did he kill himself after he saw what you did to his play? No, I, I think he <laughs> did himself in prior to me. You anyway, know, no, let's, it was let's so let's good because the because all the we're not at the biggest yet. All these these actors, they just they love love all right, this you, you've film. You've already said that. So it was just a it was this you know great collaboration of love. And you know what was so neat is that you know he, he, he the film was shot in nineteen ninety even though you don't really talk about that in the film there was no cell phones there were no texting there was they didn't no, even use any the computers time the time frame so people had to really talk to each other and you know it almost made the so loss me... of innocence and the loss of communication from the heart yeah well people had to really talk they just couldn't yeah. send a text they had to look at you face right, to on. face and express what they want i am giving perks of being a wallflower which opens in theaters friday september 21st, I am giving it five bagels out of five with lox, cream cheese, the works, because this was a perfect movie right. in my mind. Well, yes, John. you know, I, I have to say it's not, not a perfect movie for me, but it's four and a half. Four and a half. Here's the half. Thank God, because you know what? I swear I would have divorced oh, you. Okay. Wait a minute, I take it back. <laughs> No, this film was wonderful. Okay, everybody, please subscribe to our, our channel on YouTube. We're getting closer to a 1,000. Please like us on our Two Jews on Film Facebook page, and you can listen to us on iTunes at jcastnetwork.org. And do not miss this movie. Please don't. And bring, bring the person that you love to see it. Or